We start our scene looking at an unfamiliar face of a dwarf leaned against the wall of some dank, dark stone room. His face is just barely lit by the flickering light of some flames licking off something outside of the screen. A dark pool can be seen beneath his hand that he appears to be holding tightly to his abdomen. A white linen cloth grows red as he presses it into the wound just below his ribs. Leaned against the wall beside him is a mostly intact corpse of another dwarven man, his legs mangled and bleeding, his head draped on the shoulder of the living dwarf. As we draw closer to the two, we begin to pick up on the story the dwarf is telling to the corpse leaned against him. I guess we'll start at the beginning, since I need to make this story as long as possible in hopes that it helps me hold out until help comes. He turns his head slightly towards the corpse, saying, I know you were there, Theodore, but I need something to focus on other than this. He winces as he presses down harder on the wound. Anyway, we'll start at the beginning. It was just a typical Tuesday. You and I made it to work just in time to catch the last cart to the worksite. We had been working for months to find a new vein of materials, digging deeper into the world than dwarves had ever ventured before. This mine had produced what we needed for centuries. Gold in one direction, ore for weapons and armor in another, riches to provide for the city that we couldn't create ourselves, down various offshoots of the mine as we dug. Then, one day, nothing was dug up. Thinking it a fluke, we all returned to the following day, eager to get back to it and go deeper, only for another day's work to yield nothing. We kept at it for weeks, losing fellow miners every day as they grew uncertain we would ever find more pay dirt. People kept dropping, but you and I were certain that we would eventually find another vein. The gods had always provided. Why would they stop now? We kept our certainty as the crew dwindled further and further, until it was just you and I. You kept telling me on those days that my optimism drew thin. We have to be close, Franklin. We just have to. Hit it again. We'll be able to retire after we save the city. Little did we know, we would damn it instead. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Goblins and Goblets, our real play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, loosely based on the 5th edition rules, of course. I am your Dungeon Master, Ryan, and I have four of five wonderful idiots with me today. We will start with Nate. How's it going, guys? My name is Nathan. I am, as we've discussed several times before at this point, the deeply Soviet. I'm required to save that now. say that now. It's in my contract. Um, uh, <laughs> the point made up in his mind. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm required to say it, but as we know, I'm the Goliath, and I believe last time we played, I uh, I gave my Seagull War Crime, so I'm going to leave it there and hand it off. It's Brad. It's Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and I play three raccoons who hopefully soon will stop being sober. And I have no idea what we did last time. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. It's we haven't recorded time, in... Uh, almost exactly two months to date. <laughs> two months. Oh boy. <laughs> well, uh, I'm I am Reed playing Harold, the Duke of Nothing, uh, whimsical and deadly, and has a new friend Connie. Hello, I'm Brayden, and I play Steve, the Human Paladin, who also does not remember what the hell was going on in the last episode. I will tell you what the hell was going on in the last episode. Uh, you guys arrived in Stone's Throw. You ran into some new friends, hopefully. Uh, they gave you cool shit, so we have to assume they were friends. Um, you ran into the town artificer. 
Uh, they did know Erwin. Yeah. And a fellow fellow follower of the, the Religion of Tuesdays. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. To, uh, the artificer, the town artificer whose name was Talk. He took you guys back to his workshop where him and his twin sister Flo, who is the town's blacksmith, or one of the town's blacksmith, uh, helped you guys get hooked up with some stuff, told you about where you're going to be going. Uh, you mentioned that you were headed to the mines. They drew you a nice map on how to get there and, uh, yeah, gave you some cool shit. Steve Flo is actually the blacksmith who forged Greta uh, and also knew Chavron's teacher. Uh, so she upgraded Greta for you and Chavron gave you a cool new axe, which happened to be the last item that your master ever forged before he left Bankin. Um, well, I guess before he left Bankin forcibly when he was killed. Um, <laughs> Harold shout, shout out to you on name yeah, teacher that's that's one way <laughs> to do it i guess um harold you were given a new bow that you uh quickly named rose light based rose on light. the uh the rosewood wood. made out of rosewood yeah, yeah. almost black wood with the red uh bowstrings um it does some cool stuff uh Connie's not here today, but she will be back soon. Um, and Sarge, you got nothing because you guys are here for the Kegerator, so you'll obviously be getting that soon. So, uh, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Let's get it on. Uh, yeah, so you all depart your new friends and head in the general direction of the mines. Uh, you all thank them for their generosity and their help with your quest. Uh, as soon as you guys are out of your shot, uh, the camera's uh, camera flashes back to the two dwarves, and uh, Tok looks at his sister and says, Do you think we should have warned them about, like, all the crazy shit that's going on in the mines? Like, it got worse after they closed the mines? Nothing ever came out and attacked the city, but, like, there's definitely some shady shit going on in there. And uh, Flo looks at him and says, Eh, they'll figure it out soon enough. And then we flash back to you guys. Uh, following their <laughs> instruction... You guys arrive at the entrance of the mine relatively quickly, following the wide streets of the city along until you arrive at the neglected cobblestone path heading into the valley towards the mine. There is a long board and some fencing stretched across the mouth of the mine. Stuck to the board near the center is a piece of parchment that reads, Do not enter. Something sleeps within. You've been warned. What do you do? We enter, right? I mean, you guys are here uh, for a reason. I assume yeah, you I, figure I was, out some way to get in. <laughs> uh, uh, I've seen plenty of these beware dog signs before. We're, it's fine. It's probably it's probably Chihuahua in there or something. Uh, yeah. you know, if I'm going to trust anybody with this, it's three raccoons. Let's go! <laughs> Who's going to stop us? Mountain Osha? Mountain Osha? <laughs> yes, the dwarven <laughs> I actually spent several years living in a mine myself, and uh, they're not that dangerous. <laughs> Uh, you guys make your way through the opening, pushing, cutting, defensing out of your way to allow access to the shaft. Uh, the Goliath needs the most room, so you cut a nice hole in there for him. Yes, give me shaft room. Give give me shaft room, yes. Uh, as you move forward, you guys begin to feel the air around you slowly cool as you head deeper and deeper into the earth. Uh, stalagmites and stalactites jut from the ceiling and floor, but they seem to have been cleared from the center of the path. After a few feet, you notice the end of a minecart track, complete with a nice stop for unloading, one of those nice big wooden, like, blockades where the cart would end. Um, 
probably unsurprising to you all, the cart is nowhere in sight. You continue down the corridor into the mine further and further. After walking for maybe five minutes or so, you come to what would appear to be the end of the cart path. Um, as you guys kind of look around, you notice that the path kind of goes out, and then uh, cartoon style, there's nothing there. And then you see it continues on the other side. There's probably about mm, 40 feet in between the end on your side and the end on the opposite side of a very large chasm. What would you like to do? Does it, like, ramp at the end? No, it would be flat. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just barreling down. It looks like something <laughs> crashed through the top of the of the rails, pushing them kind of down. So if you were in a cart, you would just immediately plummet to your death on either side. Hmm. Um, All right. Gentlemen, I have an idea. I'm quite confident in my ability to throw raccoon 40 feet. <laughs> we tie rope to raccoon in case we, raccoon. in case I can't. Failure. Heaven forbid. <laughs> but I'm quite confident, quite confident in my ability to chuck small rodents. I'm quite skilled. <laughs> Rope tied around and then you can tie it off onto something else? That's, uh... Well, yeah, I'd be we'd be holding the other end. I would <laughs> just tie a rope to him and throw him across the cabin. So hold the rope. <laughs> how, much, how much rope do we have? Each of you would start with 50 feet in your packs, probably. Fuck yeah, we're... Do I hear objections? <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I don't see a better way to do this. Uh, actually, what I am I tying this rope to? So <laughs> uh, it's it's gonna be tied around you, and then we're gonna have the other yeah. end, like somebody's holding it. <laughs> Wait, isn't there big metal tracks? You could tie it to that, right? Sure, I'd tie it sure. to Shalvron as the other end. I don't think the barreling weight of an airborne raccoon is going to take me over a cliff. So exactly. I think that'd be good. <laughs> I think he means what's he tying it to when you yeet him across the chasm. Yeah, that was the my other side. What are you hoping to do? Tarzan across it and swing up to it? No, I'm just <laughs> hoping. I was just planning on chucking him. I was just throwing the rope in to make then him feel what? better that he wouldn't fall. <laughs> then I'll, so now, now we have just, a raccoon. There's just a raccoon on the other then there's side. There's a raccoon over there. <laughs> well, if you said it's 40 feet long and we have 50 feet of rope, is there like a rock over there that we could tie it around so that we could kind of like, I don't know, monkey monkey rope this shit? <laughs> Roll me a perception check. Let's go, 19. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty solid looking stalactite to the left-hand side of the cart path. Uh, Wait, aren't stalactites the ones from the ceiling? I don't your rolls coming Fuck up. Off, I don't remember. <laughs> tight. Yeah, you're right. How much was the gap to the ceiling? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Might grow tall enough yeah. to reach the roof. Yeah. All right, but if if there's, I there's a stalag boy <laughs> growing up from the ground that looks like you could probably Listen, tie it to it. We chuck but, the raccoon, you tie it to the stalaggy over there, and then we just ba ba boo. We're good. You got fifty feet of rope. You got ten feet of cart path over top of this chasm, so it would be pretty close by the time you get everything tied up. You understand what I'm saying? Should yeah, be pretty bro. close. Th okay. uh, You'd be running low on rope. Oh, uh, okay. Do you think Baby Juice could carry a raccoon across? I have full faith in my seagull, but at the same time, I may be vastly in the camp of stupidity. 
but I do acknowledge that raccoons tend to weigh a bit more than seagulls. No offense, no offense, Sarge. I'm sure you've been doing Weight Watchers and everything, but seagulls still not hold. We could we could throw one raccoon over. He could pull over another raccoon. Another raccoon could scurry across, and then another one, and then we go up in like. If that was I, four raccoons, by the way. Wait, four? Oh, no, it was. It was. I counted four. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> Sarge, what if you? The average to... raccoon weighs between four and twenty-three pounds. <laughs> Pretty big gap. Okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a regular-sized seagull that could probably pick up maybe five pounds. Do you think all three of you together could hold the rope while I scurry across it? I could hold onto it, then Steve could scurry across it. Fuck, and then but then Shelvron is like, then there'd be two of you over there holding it. Yeah, two well, of us see, and three raccoons. Well, you see, okay. Okay, so if we get all of you guys over there, and then it's just me on the other side, all you guys can tie that side of the rope to there. I'll untie that the side of the rope on my side still off, and then I'll tie it to me, Flat and then I'll the just wall. try and then I'll just try and jump as far as I can, then I'll climb <laughs> just the rest and just, the just right into the. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Shalvron's gonna splat himself after we get across. <laughs> all right, so is that what you want to do? Is try and eat a raccoon? With a rope tied to it? I've heard various ways of not saying no, so yeah. Yeah. That's fuck it. <laughs> All right, sorry, so <laughs> fuck it. All right, Chevron. Uh, who's tying the knot? I'll tie the knot. Roll me I, a I, sleight of hand check. I feel like all my times at the sea would be... Or uh, survival. Wait a minute. Or survival, yeah, let's sleight see. Sleight of hand uh, is survival. One of them is dex, so probably that one. Okay. My dex is pretty decent. Uh got a hey 19. 14 yeah, plus 5. You got a pretty solid knot tied around one of these raccoons. Uh Chevron, you load him up on a shoulder and huck him like a shot put. Go ahead and roll me a strength check. Alright. Uh oh nice. Unnatural 20. Nice. Uh Sarge, where Unnatural. hold on. Chevron, <laughs> where exactly are you aiming? Are you aiming for like the end of the track, trying well, to I'm, I'm ending for, I'm ending for like. So I was assuming that there's the uh, the track, and then there's the stalactite or stalagmite, whichever stalaggy boy it is. But I'm assuming there's a little gap in between the two. Correct. That's what I'm aiming for. Maybe like at land, land no, would be a no, cool no, thing. No, 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 because I I don't trust Ryan not to have a like he falls through the track thing right now. Well, he's so, about to roll a deck save. Yeah, I saw that. So, see how he lands. <laughs> so I'm still gonna say I'm aiming for the little bit in between the track and the stalag. Stalag. So you're trying I'm to get there? Or are you trying to go over here? Which whichever is that open Personal. space in between the track and the stalag. This. I didn't there. Yeah, this section over here behind the track is all solid ground. The stalag yeah. might grows from the left side of the track. So you huck him in the general direction of the track where it meets with the cliffside. Let's see. Nate, roll me a d100. Oh, God. I forgot how to do this. <laughs> two tens. Two First one is a tens place. Second one is a ones place. Okay. Okay. So my first one was the... I got zero and then 20. So you got two. Brian, roll me a deck save. With all your disadvantage, disadvantage plus, 
Oh god. Plus the uh, yeah, blessing okay. of the family. <laughs> is this is a safe throw? Yep. Uh 24. Yeah, he threw you with 2% accuracy, which means you landed <laughs> way the fuck over here, but you did manage oh, to no. catch the edge of the cliff and climb up. <laughs> oh uh, no. You currently have the 50-foot rope taunt uh where you're at which I guess would be over this way a little bit further. Uh, but you can, in fact, shimmy up onto the cliff and move your way over to the stalagmite. I do indeed shimmy. All right. You get up, tie the rope off to the stalagmite, uh, roll me a sleight of hand check. 21. Nice. You got a pretty solid knot tied on the stalagmite. All right. You got one raccoon over there. Now what? You got a rope tied to a stalagmite. Um... I think the other raccoons could scurry across the rope pretty easily, couldn't they? Yeah, you could kind of use it as a zipline. If Chavron holds on to one end, kind of up at his full height of like 80 bajillion feet, yeah, they could definitely slide down it with ease. <laughs> Just, yeah, sure, let's do that. I'll, I'll put myself at full extent for that. Uh, Brian, I'm not going to make you roll for that. I'm just going to let them do it. Um, Hell yeah. Because we don't need to roll all three, so... All three raccoons have made it across the chasm, one via yeet, two via zipline. Now we have two humans and a goliath. How are you guys getting over? <laughs> I think, in my opinion, at least, the humans could probably still go they definitely could. one at a time. I will make them roll strength checks, though. <laughs> okay. To hold on. <laughs> to hold on. And I will make you roll a strength uh-huh. check to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Alright. Steve, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> okay. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Shoot. shoot. Your hand hey! wasn't on screen. Your hand wasn't on screen. I lost. That's okay. I wouldn't have faked a loss. true. I don't trust it. <laughs> well, Harold, also, having won the game, he says, aha, now I get to go. And so he scurries across. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, use maybe your rapier as like a, a zipline oh, no. holder. Hold on to one side, hold on to the other side, and just slide I across. Climb, I climb on top of Chevron's shoulders, get the rapier, <laughs> and fucking the feet off the chest to give it an extra fucking... Use my grunt in a step stool. Uh, Nate and Reed both roll me strength saving throws. Saving throws, that's You get a bonus, by the way. So, Only oh. Nate does. Okay, because I'm, I'm going. But he's uh, uh, okay. I rolled plus a seven, four, I believe. But... Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's plus four. He's, he's fine, then. It's a Let seven. Find it. Harold rolled a seven. <laughs> I rolled a seven, Woo! but then it's plus, uh, for my saving throws, it's it's plus a fair amount. Uh, plus a fair amount of strength? <laughs> yeah, plus a fair amount of, well, plus four, plus a proficiency, so fucking plus eight. So that gets you to 12. 15. Wait. Oh no, you did roll 15. a seven. I'm sorry. I was thinking you rolled yeah, a four. Yeah, fifteen. One, one, fifteen. One, one, one. Fifteen does it. All right. Thank you. What you got? Something crazy high. I got a seventeen in total. Yeah. All right. Plus you guys five. are good. Plus five. Yeah. No, no. It, the seventeen was oh. with the bonus. Oh. I think so you also have a bonus as well, Nate. Yeah. But well, yeah. Either way, we, your bonus we is it. plus ten. Okay. But yes, you do. You do both save. Uh, Harold, you have ziplined across using your, uh, I think you have a scimitar, actually, not a rapier. Uh, using your scimitar, yeah, scimitar as like a, a zipline handle for both hands. Slide over, catch yourself on the cliff's edge, uh, kind of, sort of, 
balk into it a little bit and then uh, find yourself on your knees on the ground on the other side. Okay. Got Harold over there. All right. Steve, you're next. Okay. Um, I'm just going to, like, one hand after the other, climb my climb. way across. Okay. Yeah. We're going to keep that 17. All right. Uh, Braden, roll me a strength save. Okay. 15, 22 total. Uh, yes, you make it across. With ease, actually. Uh, cool. So, three raccoons and two humans are across the chasm. What about the Goliath? Hmm. Alright, here's where the fun begins, folks. Um, <laughs> so, my entire plan here is to have the side of the rope I have. You know how, like, when you grab something, I can grab the rope and then kind of, like, swing your arm in a circle just to kind of wrap it around your arm tight? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna jump. Okay. I think we should all hold on to the rope. Yeah. And, yeah, just in case that's stalactite. Everybody right. hold on to the rope and keep it tied to the stalactite. Not that fact. What if he just runs and jumps and then we start pulling the rope as fast as we can <laughs> in the other direction? <laughs> trying to like catapult him across as fast as possible. I'll try and keep him from fully swinging directly into the fucking wall. I like the yeah. idea, Brian. I like all it. Right. I'm down for that. All right. Let me see. Okay. Here. That's how, the play. How much do you weigh, Chevron? <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Like, <laughs> yeah. 300 pounds. <laughs> 300. Easy. Okay. That's why okay. he's running and jumping at yeah. full sprint. Okay. <laughs> so, jeez. Oh, Chevron, roll me a strength save to hold on to the rope. Uh, all three raccoons, Harold and Steve, can roll me a strength check. Okay. We got a 14 for the strength of holding the rope. 15. 15, 19. What are the raccoons? Seven. The raccoons get launched back over the chasm. (laughs) Right. What I imagine is like the both of you holding it. At like chest level, and then us just like hanging on, like, <laughs> just hanging <laughs> on. <laughs> Nate, you rolled a fourteen. Yep. Uh, roll me just a flat d twenty roll. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, he's falling. That's a five. Uh, okay. Uh, you. Back up as far as you can, uh, which isn't a whole lot of distance, and then get a running start and try and swing across this chasm. Uh, your comrades across the chasm start pulling on this rope as fast as they can. And uh, let me see here. With a 14. Shall run fucking bonks into the wall. <laughs> Shut up. Don't give them ideas. With a 14, you aren't going to lose the rope. But you're also not going to catch anything on the side of the wall either. So as you swing across, the rope gets wrapped around your wrist a little bit. And it fully just impacts you into the wall. And then your full weight comes down on your wrist. So you're you're not even holding onto the rope at this point. It's just wrapped around your hand. Uh, You're going to take... This is vastly uncomfortable. uh, Eight points of damage from your now probably broken wrist. Um, and another 
six points of damage from bashing your face off the side of the wall. Don't worry, Shalron. But we just have to do this another time when we come back through. You didn't die, so. Hmm. Uh, you can, I guess, with the help of your friends, with a 19, a 15, and a glorious, glorious 7, uh, climb your way up the rope slash wall and get across the chasm, arriving where you need to go. Don't lie, the 7's what did it for him, wasn't it? No, it was the 2. I, I would like to say, I've remembered this the whole time, but I just kind of want to see how this would pan out. I, I do, in fact, have Misty Step. Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just kind of curious to see how this works, so. Uh, what, what was Misty Step? You could teleport 30 feet. So I could have oh. just jumped 10 feet and teleported wow. the rest of the way. Easily yeah. jumped 10 feet. Okay. I just wanted to see how this would go, but I'll I'll take the fourteen damage of it. <laughs> I could have brought my horse to this dimension and then sent him back to the other dimension after he jumped. I will warn you guys, uh, as well as the audience, that this is the next three sessions are going to be pretty heavily dungeon crawly. Not going to be a whole mm-hmm. lot of rests. Not going to be a whole lot of stopping. Okay. So hoarding your spells and stuff. Um, watching your hit points. You might be able to squeeze a short rest in here or there, but it's going to be... This is going to be a slog. We're going to play some fucking hardcore D&D. Ooh, some real d and I'm down. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so if that's not your shtick, audience members, uh, skip ahead a couple episodes, I guess. Listen to the please next one, because it'll us. be cool. Yeah, please don't leave us. Listen to the next one, because it'll be yeah. cool. <laughs> and, uh, if nothing else, you can just listen to me continuously fail every yeah. roll. <laughs> completely derail the party because I fuck everything up with my rolls. We have cool things coming. We're gonna go to nothing soon. We just gotta get through this cave and get Sarge Kegery. Hey. Yeah. Uh, currently, we have nothing coming up. So yeah. So I do have a map of this cave that you guys are in. This mine that you guys are in. Um, eventually, it'll get posted on our social medias. But for now, I'm just gonna hold on to it so they don't know what's coming. Um, it's That's very. It's called exclusive information. You don't get to know, viewer. Yeah, it's very poorly done, but it is a map nonetheless. Uh, cool. So you guys have made your way across the chasm. Chavron has taken some damage to the face and wrist. Um, you're probably going to be rubbing that for the next little bit here. So I'm going to give you a minus three on your attacks for the next uh, hour, according to this D6. Uh, can I... As a cleric, well, as one third of a cleric, <laughs> uh, have one of my raccoons just kind of like hang out on his arm and just massage his wrist. Yes. <laughs> uh, kind of yes, get that thing ready for action. Yes. I am. I am all for this. Uh, You're getting get... full arm massage from a raccoon as you guys <laughs> walk further into the mine. <laughs> oh, I give him some uh, good berries too. I got some good good berries in the pack. Uh, I will retract your negative to your attack rolls. All right. Your friends have helped you. Thanks for a massage, Sarge. You have good use of hands. He winks at you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. So you guys are now across the chasm and can continue on forward down the corridor. It seems to lead generally straight for the next probably half an hour or so uh it takes you guys just walking along 
hearing the drips getting cooler and cooler around you, but not really running into a lot of activity. Uh, roll me some perception checks. I have a, a bad joke. <laughs> as, yeah, as we're rolling. You have a bad uh, joke? I have a bad joke. Uh, let's see. Perception is a... I think I'm good. 17, but... Uh, I get a plus 11. <laughs> Nice. But what do you call it if if you're being sarcastic to somebody and there's just a, they're really not picking it up. That space in between is called a a sarcasm. (laughs) Damn it. Oof. Oof. That's going to stay in here. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it in the bloopers at the end. Oh, God. Also, I I got 12. (laughs) Okay. 12. We got a plus 11 down here with Sarge. Uh, I got a 27. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) You perceive God. (laughs) 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 You can actually hear fucking Ryan. Actually, I think it's more. I think I get more for. Do I get more for Blessing of the Family, too? Oh, no, that was Blessing of the Family. Never mind. Blessing of the Master is just no disadvantage. Yeah. All right. Fuck. We have a 27. Sarge, you put your ear to the ground and start to listen, and you can hear a lot of activity in this mine. Um, You can't quite tell, even with the 27, how much activity there is in front of you, or maybe what style or what kind of creatures exist in here, but you know that you guys are going to be facing some some shit. Um, It sounds like the there's somebody's fucking with you, or something happened somebody really fucked up down here and there's there's some wild shit going on down here uh you also notice with the 27 that in steve's pocket are the remaining strips of listerine from uh <laughs> ben's character the fucking drag or whatever it is yeah <laughs> and the uh two vials of drag as well you can sense them <laughs> Uh, so as the rest of the party did not do well enough to notice anything, um, I got a one raccoon is, you notice Sarge just drop on the ground. <laughs> well, you, so you see there's one raccoon who's just kind of like, he can tell something's going on. That's the one massaging Nate's wrist or Chalvron's wrist. Mm. Um, you see one raccoon drop to the ground put his ear to the ground and then after like a few seconds stars just drops from the ceiling he's like all right guys there's some shit going down down there and then he just points to steve and says give me one of those fucking strips in your pocket motherfucker Steve's gonna take a drug strip there you go that's that's what we need all right so that's two drug strips and yeah he'll give one to sarge So this is strip five and six? Yes. Does anybody else want drugs? (laughs) Goodness me. (laughs) (laughs) No. That wasn't up for this whole time. (laughs) Sorry. Cookies, Chalvron. All right. Where's my 10 at? Well, I rolled a 26, whatever that does. (laughs) So he turns up his camera. Was it a D100? (laughs) Yes. Okay. 
I've been noting what all of these do, but I've not been noting what the numbers we rolled for them were. So that doesn't really help me at all. <laughs> I rolled an 87, by the way, Ryan. An 87 and a 26. Uh, okay, so, Sarge, you drop this strip on your tongue, it dissolves, and you feel a weird sensation on your forehead. And you start to rub it and realize that you're poking yourself in the eye. And that doesn't really make any sense because you don't have an eye on your forehead. But for some reason, you appear to have an eye on your forehead. Uh, for the next minute, you have an eye on your forehead. You have an advantage on perception checks that rely on sight, which will be oh. useful. So you just got your chakra opened literally by taking a non-brand specific mint strip. Correct. <laughs> I feel refreshed. <laughs> Um, Steve, you dissolve your acid on your tongue at the same time, and, uh, hear kind of a faint pop noise, uh, and surrounding you are three illusory duplicates of yourself. Ooh. Uh, they move, uh, with you, obviously, uh, mimic your actions, shifting position, um, each creature that attacks you during the next minute. Roll a d20 to figure out if that attack hits one of your duplicates instead of you. What'd you roll, Brain? An 86. 87. 87. Oh, I thought you rolled an 86. No, 87. It was 26, I was 87. Alright, well that's not what actually... That's not what 86 actually is, then. So that's not what I got? Alright, we're gonna do this again. Um, Brayden, you... Dissolve the strip on your tongue along with Sarge at the same time. Roll me a d4. Oh no. I lost my d4. Can somebody else roll that? I got sure. you. Um, I got him. I got okay. him. I'll Brian, your one. Reed, your two. Nate, your three. Braden, your four. Alright. Braden, I'm sorry, but you got a two, bud. Okay. So that's Reed. Oh. Um, Steve, you dissolve this strip on your tongue. And happen to glance towards Harold, and Harold, you feel a weird sensation as your feet lift off the ground, and you've casted Fly on your friend. Fuck yeah, buddy! (laughs) (laughs) You feel like I should have taken this when we were at the cliff. Before, right? (laughs) I go, I fly over the cliff, untie the rope, grab it back, and fucking... We got a rope back on this side. (laughs) We have the rope still. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I guess technically I took- we didn't undo it, but now we did. Now yeah. we- <laughs> well, I slammed myself off the side of the cliff. I hoped we would be taking yeah, a damn we'd rope. Have the rope. Of course. Right. You have a flying speed of 60 feet for the next 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I'm, I'm fucking right on. Brayden, roll me a D100. Okay. 99. You now have Alzheimer's. 95. <laughs> uh, Nate, roll me another D4 for Brayden. All right. I only that took one f- trip, by the way. Uh-huh. That's a four. Okay. Uh, you see Harold begin to levitate, look down at your own feet, and you are floating as well. Uh, I will let you cast this spell at a higher level than third, which means you get to pick two creatures. Ah. Your fucking way. Oh, so Harold yeah. and Steve are currently floating in the air. <laughs> Tag, you're in. I fly towards Harold and go for a high five. <laughs> Uh, you whiff completely and slap him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he loses his spell. <laughs> anyway, 
now that we've now that we've done drugs. I, I, I hold my arms out in the air and just go, I am finally one with baby juice. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has one the heart to tell the Goliath he's still on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is everyone as tall as me now? <laughs> now that you guys have fully done your drugs, uh, you see the expanse in front of you. I guess you did those on your 30-minute walk. We'll say that. Uh, after walking, or flying, I guess... For about 30 minutes or so, you guys come to a Y in the mine path. Uh, one splits off to the so, left, and one so my splits drugs off were useless because the right. they, they only lasted for a minute. Correct. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn it. I'm flying full speed uh, ahead, just so super the other ones because just... it's been 30 minutes. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end of the 10 minutes, both Harold and Steve plummet to the ground, depending on how high they were up, up above it. Um, you both hit the ground with a nice solid thud. A little bit of dust comes up around you. Stand up, brush yourselves off, and continue walking. Welcome back to mediocrity. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you come to this Y in the uh, in the mind path. One veers off to the left, one veers off to the right. Which way would you like to go? Uh, can I put my ear to the ground and suss out if the noise is coming from one direction or another? Uh, sure, roll me another perception check. Ooh. Another 85. I plus 11, though. <laughs> I rolled a 6, so 17. Um, with a 17, you put your ear to the ground, kind of in the center of both paths, and give a listen. Um, you hear the same amount of noise coming from the left path as you do from the right path. Right, well, I guess we'll fuck around and find out. Either way. I heard a vote <laughs> for the left. Anything else? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> we got one and one. <laughs> one and one. Neck and neck. This is a fucking barn burner. I vote to right, even in Russia, the left is right. Good. Well, the good news is my vote counts three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you vote left, I, I will allow so. it because we do need a direction. <laughs> Unless you want to split the party. Actually, two raccoons say left and one says right. <laughs> no, right. If you left, walk directly rules. into the point of the Y. Yeah. Are you able to make a decision? <laughs> Solution. Right. We start to mining center. <laughs> mining center. <laughs> we go straight. Find our own demon. Yeah. Can, can, I, right. can I look at the ground roll right. a, a perception check? Are there any footprints? Uh, you can roll a perception check. Sure. A little... Uh, uh, not very good. Not very good. Six plus five. So eleven. Uh, you do not notice any footprints on the cobblestone stone flooring of this mine shaft. This mine shaft is cobblestone yeah, flooring? Yeah, I realized that it can't be <laughs> cobblestone, but the surrounding area on my map that I made is cobblestone, so... <laughs> fuck Isn't off. it just stone? It's, it's just... It's a yeah, dwarf, right? It's well, I mean... <laughs> who who cobbled this zero? mountain? You notice zero <laughs> footprints on the stone floor. I guess I'll also try and perceive things. This would look a lot better if the floor was cobbled. Yeah. <laughs> they should have used one of those nice uh what the fuck are those called? Like a uh a template. Just painted them on. <laughs> I rolled a dirty eighteen on perceiving things. You still don't notice any footprints on the on the right, let's stone go ground. On the stone, right? The right stone ground. Yeah. All right, now I'm going <laughs> to see if I can perceive footprints on the ceiling. Sure. All right, cool. I'm going right. 
Alright, we got a 14. You found them. They're on the ceiling. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I knew it's it. It's raccoon footprints. Yeah. It's raccoon footprints. <laughs> I've already gone the raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking uh, yeeted that ra- raccoon then. Yeah, you guys yeeted that raccoon. For a 30 minute walk away from the cliff. <laughs> you just kept hucking him. You <laughs> were tossing him like a ball up into the air and he'd just land on the ceiling and start I'm, running. I'm playing hacky sack with this raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he landed back down, he'd massage his wrist. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll follow Sarge. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, you all head to the right, following the path down through the mine deeper and deeper into the ground. Um, there's not really much going on in these mine shafts. You can hear in front of you with uh, just your passive perceptions. There's activity up ahead. Um, as you move further and further, you draw closer and closer to the noises. Uh, you come around a bend, and finally, you see in front of you the mine shaft opens up into kind of like a room within the mine. Uh, it seems that the dwarves must have found kind of a, a vein of something good over here. Uh, one of the ones that they had depleted previously. Um, and then continue to dig deeper. Um, this is a fairly sizable room. Everybody go ahead and roll me a perception check. Shalvron does not perceive jack shit. Neither does Steve. I got a two. I got a one. Uh, Thirteen. I heard a thirteen and a fourteen, a two and a one. Bad. Very bad. Uh, you guys stack up as you see this corner. You assume that you should probably take a little quick peek around there to see if you can see anything in this room before you just bust out into the open. Uh, so you stack up head style on the corner here uh, and see... Uh, Sarge, you notice that there's uh, a little a little demon thing roaming around in here. You only see one from where you guys are at. Uh, it looks vaguely familiar. Roll me a history check. History. Ah. Uh, 11. Um, yeah, that's good enough. Uh, with an 11, you would recognize this little being as one of the creatures that you guys fought in Moth way back when. Uh, this is a Quasit. Sarge, do you tell your friends what you see? Because they don't see shit. They're pretty fucking dense. Uh, <laughs> yes, I will explain to them. Uh, that even without a third eye, I can see a quasit walking around in this cavern. Quasit, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't remember quasit. what the hell a quasit is. It's a demon that raided demon. your village. Oh. Well, it's your village, bro. Um, it's your village, too, bro. Your village, I know, too, bro. The, we fought them in Moth. We fought them off? Fought them off. We did. We fought them off in Moth. They're little like real, freaky little demon things. I'm pretty pretty sure our only option, if we're going that so that Scottish, that Scottish, <laughs> freaky little demon thing, big horns, green skin. Whoa! I remember these fucks. Two little claws on their feeties. Oh, I'm dumb. I was remembering them as looking like bipedal grasshoppers. Hmm. All right, so it looks like a little little green demon with horns and okay i ask uh sarge do, do you know these things are they evil are they monsters are they good oh they're like they're them? monsters they they're monsters killing 
Are they friends? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I draw out my bow and say, well, that's my speciality. Can we partake uh, in killing? Uh, there's probably 20 feet between you guys and the actual entrance to this room. Um, I will give you all a surprise round if you'd like to launch attacks on this closet. You don't know what else is in this room. You just see the one. I say we probably don't want to go in the room if we can't see the whole thing, but I'm saying ranged attacks. We can probably bombard okay. the crap out of this thing. Yeah. You fuck up the solo closet. I will. I uh... agree. That's probably the smartest route. <laughs> but wait wait okay oh, okay how about we tie a rope to a raccoon again he <laughs> goes in, in. He, you're on the right track what i was he, gonna say <laughs> he goes in and then he sees if it's good or bad and if it's bad one of us specifically me because i have good strength checks just yanks your chain and pulls you right <laughs> just <hell> back, back. <laughs> that's actually better than what i was gonna say i was now gonna I'm say curious. just throw a raccoon at him and I'll just land on his face <laughs> and just cover it up <laughs> so he can't see and then we all just attack him to start airborne teabagging the man yeah drag my little I'm, raccoon I'm, nuts across I'm down eyes. for either one of those options really <laughs> I'm down for the safe raccoon with a rope or the raccoon nuts one uh, raccoon on a rope is probably the better idea alright well we once again go back to the time-tested solution of tying a rope to a rodent, so let's get this done. Who's tying let's, it? Harold, do you just want to shoot it first? I, that's what I was going to do, but, you know, I mean... Yeah. Go for <laughs> it. Yeah. I was actually, I was going to cast Firebolt, so it lights up the cavern, you know, a big blast of fucking firelight. Can I cast Firebolt and then roll a perception to see if there's anything else in there? Uh, Yeah, sure. From where you guys are at, the angle and stuff, you can't really see the full room. Uh, you would okay. just be able to see kind of down the corridor and that kind of straight on straight view on. Okay. of what you'd be looking at. So, I position you. my raccoons in such a way on like the walls and stuff just around the opening the to see. I got little, little dexterous oh, little, little fingers. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> you could definitely roll a stealth check to try and get up to the, like the door and see if you can see everything else that's in there. I'll wait until he shoots the arrow. I was going to say, but I, as soon as he him. shoots the arrow, I'm going to try and peek my head out. Yeah. All right. So Reed's yeah. going first. Cool. Harold's going to try and smoke this fucking yeah, closet. Him. Smoke him. Uh, Firebolt. Yeah. And then is it is it just a? I have a plus seven written down here. Is that the attack bonus? Yes. Okay. Oof. Ten. <laughs> with your so you rolled a three i rolled a three yep <laughs> um all right ah. i'm gonna i'm gonna cast uh i uh, i sarged it emboldening bond <laughs> i sarged it yes you did i'm gonna <laughs> so i'm just gonna try and unsarge it where's my cleric stuff i think it's emboldening bond yeah emboldening bond uh so everyone in the party, as long as you're within 30 feet of someone else in the party, you can add a D4 to attacks, ability checks, and saving throws for the next 10 minutes. Uh, we'll retcon that and say that he casted that before you threw your fireball. Uh, you also have a plus 8 to hit, not a plus 7. Uh, okay, uh, so well, that gets 11. You to, yeah. <laughs> 11 right, plus... 
a one. <laughs> Doesn't quite. So get that you gets there. twelve. <laughs> nope. You were very Damn. close, but not quite. Okay. Well, it, it, I feel like it would at least light up the the cavern. Yeah, just, definitely. It just keeps going way. I figure I, I probably sneeze as I'm fucking casting it and shoot it. Goddamn cave up. dust. Goddamn cave. <laughs> Just sneeze and you just hear choo 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 <laughs> as this magical echo now fire <laughs> flies through the fucking cave. <laughs> yeah, you, and I'm uh, gonna attempt to use that distraction to stealthily see if I can see anything else. Sure. I rolled uh, a two. What am I rolling? This might be a short dungeon Stealth. crawl. <laughs> TPK first room. First Stealth, room. So run away. Thirteen. Uh, good, good. Uh, okay. A lot more than oh. one roll. So you, uh, Harold, you loose this firebolt in the general direction of this closet. Uh, you just barely graze it as it bends down to like look at some dust on the ground or something. Uh, it shatters into the wall across the room. Some fine dust. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check because that was your main focus on this was to try and lay yep. up the room a bit more. Uh, 13. Uh, you don't really notice a whole lot other than just this singular closet standing there. Um, okay. I will say, because I didn't really describe it all that well to you guys to begin with, um, there are torches in sconces placed along the walls through all of these corridors. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Everything is kind of lit. It's just not like daylight lit, light. obviously. Sure. Um, it seems to be some magical enchantment on these fires to keep them from going out. So that way you guys don't have to worry about like, oh my god, we're fucking three miles under the ground and it's dark as shit in here. <laughs> I mean, I have dark vision. So I, does, I do not. <laughs> yeah, so does Chevron, I think. Connie might too, but either way. I'm going to give you some light. Uh, Sarge, are you crawling up to the doorway using this as your distraction, or are you just trying to like poke your head around the corner? and? I was just trying to while the firebolt was loosed I assumed that would distract them and just kind of like try and get closer to the doorway and see if I could see anything else in this room. Okay. So uh, yes, I'm crawling up. You, you on your belly crawl up towards the opening of this mine room. Uh, the spell shatters off the far wall. You go ahead and roll another perception check, uh, Sarge, as you draw closer with your 13. Uh, that stuff. one. Uh, you <laughs> see nothing. Uh, you're Dust blinded by the light eye. of the firebolt exploding on the opposite side of the room. Uh, you're not used to such brightness, <laughs> having been in this cave for all of maybe an hour at this point. Uh, too bright, can't see. You are laying on the ground. Uh, let's see here. Go ahead and everybody roll me initiative. Uh, Sarge has been made. Harold has been made. Uh oh. Oh! Net 20. That's what I rolled on is initiative. <laughs> well, that that's so that I could go first and miss eight fucking uh oh oh wait never mind twenty three I was I'm wicked fast wicked fast bro eighteen for my initiative Nate what was your initiative eight we still all have one d four added to attack rolls oh true nice I also forgot to add that to my stealth roll not that it mattered. Okay, cool. Sarge, you are obviously going to go first with a nat 20. Uh, you have crawled your way up to this doorway. You are currently blinded, but you do rise to your feet uh, and take in the room 
Uh, you crawl the rest of the way kind of to the edge of the door and a little bit in so you can actually see what's going on in here. Um, as you kind of take in the scene, I guess, uh, figure out what's what in the butt, you see uh, the closet that had been fired at uh, disappears. And to your left, you hear a little bit more shuffling around. Um, but on the kind of back left corner of this room, you notice a hulking creature. Uh, uh -oh. Looks kind of like this. It's got some crab claw hands. Jesus Whoa! Christ. Big, uh, big horns coming out of its head, big teeth. Uh, and then another set of arms coming out below its crab claw arms. <laughs> uh, this is a glab razoo. Uh, and that is that is what you no, see it's at the moment. a fucking nightmare. Your your closet yeah, friend has disappeared. Horrible. You see a glab razoo in the corner, and it is your turn. What are you going to do? How far away is it? Uh, from you currently, probably 60 feet. All right. So 60 feet. I'm not going to get there. Uh, I'm going to choose to defer my turn and just let the party know as a free action. Uh, hey, there's a big crab fuck dragon up here. I will let you talk as a free action. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just going to postpone my turn okay. since I can't really do anything and I'll take it when I want to. Okay. Next in the order is going to be Harold. Mm -mm. You got and about you know 20 that there's feet. a yeah. crab fuck dragon thing. And you know there was a closet at one point. Closet. Uh, oh so yeah, and the closet's the gone. Uh, you saw the closet disappear. You got about 20 feet to get into this room where Sarge is at. And then it's 60 from the entrance into this room to where the uh, Glabra Zoo would be. Okay. It's a big-ass room in a cave. Yeah, it's not exactly drawn to scale because these things are very small. Hmm. This is a mine, not a cave. Ah, right, right. My apologies. I revoke, revoke my Isn't message to the court. is a mine just a man-made cave? Correct. But they were digging things out of the cave. Um, I'll, uh, I'll fucking, I'll run in the cave. I'll, uh, run in this cave full, full steam and fucking yelling. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, let's announce our presence. Make yourself bigger, <laughs> mate. Just make yourself bigger. It'll scare yeah. away. Scare away. <laughs> uh, bonus. Can I cast Hunter's Mark on the closet? Uh, you cannot. Cannot. Okay. Because Hunter's Mark requires a visual component, and you cannot see the closet at the moment. Oh, I can't see it. Uh oh. Okay. Yes, it disappeared. The or, only thing uh, you can see right now is the Glabra Zoo. It's the Glabra Zoo. Okay. Then I'll, uh, yeah, I'll cast. I'll fucking, I'll just shoot an arrow at it. At the Glabra Zoo? Yeah, at the Glabra Zoo. Yeah. I, uh, I ran in, so that's a, that's a move action. And I pull out Rose Light. And uh, I say, let's, let's see how, see how she works out. Oh. Uh, 19. Uh, you definitely hit. Ooh, so 18 damage. Nice. Patink. Uh, you sprint in, screaming your war cry, uh, ah! knock an arrow into Rose Light and loose it in the general direction of this crab dragon. Uh, stick it in the chest uh, and definitely draw its attention. And I notice that there's no patink sound. Say, there is Where no the patink sound. Where the hell is <laughs> it's Connie? <laughs> 
Connie isn't your bow anymore. She doesn't make the patink sound. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, yes, you smote this creature. I do believe you get two attacks, so feel free to do another. Oh, even though I moved in? Yes. Uh, movement counts okay. as its own separate part of your action. Okay. Okay. Had you sprinted, had you uh, dashed in here, it would have been a different story. But you only took your full movement, which is 30 feet. Cool. Well, yep, yep. Attacking again. Uh, definitely a hit. And 7, 9, 16. 16 damage. Yes. Holy fuck. And I did I hold up Rose Light and turn around to the party like this thing fucking shoots now. This is <laughs> this is a good bow. <laughs> this thing fucking shoots now. <laughs> cool. Post blood is fucking spitting. <laughs> or Rose Light. Not Rose, Rose Light. Rose Light. Uh, next up in the order is going to be a couple closets. One pops up to your left, Harold. One pops up to your right, Sarge, and they're both going to take a swing at you. That's a dick move. I ah. rolled a uh, an eighteen to hit Harold and a thirteen to hit Sarge. Uh, thirteen does not hit. Eighteen does not hit. It clinks off the armor. Yeah. So these quasits pop out of nowhere, take uh, swings at both of you, and miss just a touch. Uh, let's see, and then. I need both of you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Hmm. Wisdom saving throw. Not going to be great at those. Remember, you can add a d4. How far are you from me? 20 feet. Hey. I believe they can add it. Yeah. Add five to your save. Five and a d4. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm, 10, I'm, so I'm gonna yeah, pass. I got it. I, well, I rolled a so three. If you roll a two, you're good. Get a shit. Get a shit load of <laughs> I get DC's 10 and I add nine to that. So I rolled an 11, <laughs> dirty 20. Yep, definitely beats a 10. Uh, you guys will be immune. They have an ability called scare, where once a day they can try and scare a creature of them, make them frightened of them for one minute. Mm. Um, but you both passed. I'm so afraid of no ghosts. I'm afraid of no ghosts. It's off, ghost. Uh, actually, Chavron and Steve roll that as well. Uh, I assume you're both going to pass as well, but just in case, uh, DC 10. Good. Yep. Good. Yep, okay. Just to be certain. Now we don't have to worry about doing that anymore. Uh, those two closets have fucked up and done a miss. And then this closet... Which we didn't back. know was there, yeah. Correct. Uh, and sees... Let me see here. Gonna take a swing at Nate, at Chavron. Rolled a nat one. Eat shit. Falls down on the ground and screams in some guttural language you don't understand. So this is, is real what bad. Tinder is like. Next Wait, order is... <laughs> what language did he talk in? It's, he's a Isn't demon. It's a abyssal? Abyssal? Yes. Okay, I understood what he said. He said, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to say, I understand Abyssal. Okay. I'm going to come out from around the corner and see if I can see any more closets. Yes, you would see all of them. I have blind sight, so I'm making sure there are no 
hidden closets. No, there are no hidden closets. You just see the three. Okay, no closets in my closet, so I'm just going to attack the one near Nate. Okay, give it a hit. Okay. More closet closets. There's Let's just bonk this bastard real quick. 17. Definitely hits. D10. I don't seven, think you can't kill it. Nine. I don't think you can't kill it. Nine. These are just little how much, peens. How much health do they have? Seven. Oh, yeah, no, it's dead. Yeah, I said that. I don't think yeah. you can't kill it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I could not kill it, but... But you started out with seven, so it was dead. It's dead yeah. now. How do you kill it? Uh, slice off its head, and then I try and do a backflip to stab the other closet that's near... Who's the ex? Only an acrobatics check? Uh, Sarge. Can I persuade you to do athletics? Absolutely not. Can I jump Flips off the wall shit. instead? There you go. Flips and shit are acrobatics. You can do a jump for athletics. Okay. Do I'm, some fucking parkour. I have a plus six to athletics and a plus zero to acrobatics, so... I got a 23. You hit it. That was for my athletics. You don't fall on your ass. And then I got a 22 to hit the closet. You you hit it. I think I kill it, probably. Roll it anyway, just in case. It's dead. How do you finish that one? Uh, stab it through the heart. Harold, all you needed to do was fucking hit with that fireball, and you would have killed one immediately. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> like you just barely missed it. Their AC's 13, you just fucking grazed its head. <laughs> And that's uh, real hard to get you. Hard to get <laughs> Can I move to the opposite side of the other closet so I'm flanking it? Money, backflip. Sure. But these things destroyed your entire town? <laughs> they're, they're fucking pushovers. Town weak as fuck. They had friends. <laughs> they were just there for the raid. Couldn't uh, say. It okay. Many. <laughs> you end your turn there. Next in the order is going to be Chalveron. I'll just take my turn now. Okay, next in the order is going to be Sarge. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna. All three raccoons are just gonna try and bonk this fucker. And if how did we work out my separated attacks? I'm five. Wasn't it just each of them gets an unarmed strike? Yes. And then they all have uh, three key points. Yeah. Because you should be at nine now, right? Yep. Yeah. So each of them have three. Each of them can do one punch. And, and second attack. If you'd like. Yeah. Uh, they each no. Get, no. They each get one. That gives you three attacks. You can burn your key point to do your flurry of blows. Because you're all too short to be able to wield the staff. The quarter staff. Damn. So I literally, I literally cannot kill this thing. The three of you combined can. No. Uh, an unarmed strike is one damage. So no, we- you're a monk. It's like a D6. Oh yeah, so nerf just, them back down to no, third no, no. level. Yeah, no, sorry. I, well, I was just. I don't have the the. I have a separate thing. Yeah, for they the are technically third level, but they're not yeah. really third level. Right, yeah, no, I think so it's a D six. Yeah, it's a D six for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna bonk him. Uh, All right, two punches. At twenty hits, probably. Yeah, maybe. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Damage? No, these, I'm, I'm just rolling attacks. I rolled oh. a 17 and that 20. And then a... hits. All of them okay. hit. Okay, they all hit. All right. all right. It's dead. Tell me how you bludgeon this thing to death with your fist. So, exactly like that scene from Shaun 
of the dead where they're in the bar and the zombies there and queens playing and they're just all fucking bah, 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 bah. <laughs> they're just all taking turns hitting the zombie to death that's what i do to this fucker <laughs> where each raccoon just takes a turn just punching it but it's all just nutsack <laughs> it's just you you kill it via uh death by nutsack punch uh it falls to the ground uh cool they're all dead all there's still dead. a dragon in the corner there is a well is dragon a crab crab dragon, fuck dragon crab. yeah crab fuck dragon all right, Nate, all right. take care of the crab fuck dragon. Next in the order. Yeah, that I, I can't reach. Don't you have Missy Step? Teleport your ass over there. Yeah. Yes, I'll ter- I'll teleport myself sixty feet with this, like with the thing that only allows me to go thirty feet. You, you can walk thirty, 30 feet, feet of movement. Shh. Twenty feet to get into the room. Shh. You can't. It's a pretty it useful still, spell, but... maybe. But either way, I enter the room. I'm clearly not going to be able to reach the damn thing, but I, right. I will look over to uh, Baby Juice on my shoulder and just go, Baby Juice, do me a favor. Yeah. Pick up any rocks you can and just start bombarding this crab fucker. I'll let Baby Juice go on your return. All right. You have your mustard gas bombs, too. You I don't know if that's mustard like... Mustard gas bombs. I'm, this is going to sound like war crime even further, but I'm waiting till there's a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Definitely fair, okay. Worse. <laughs> uh, not of civilians, are... not of civilians, FBI. Of civilians. <laughs> uh, you're 10 feet into the room. The creature is uh, 50 feet away. I thought I ended my turn. <laughs> oh, you mean, just you walked can. in. You don't, have a, you don't have a javelin or a I mean, I could, but these people it? were giving me shit, so I mean, do I really want to help them just because they're my teammates? I mean, yeah, because this thing will fuck you up too. <laughs> I, all right, it, it, it didn't touch, anyways. Okay, it. Uh, roll it me a d twenty. Hits Brian. You get a plus w- one. Was a you get a d four. Yeah, you still get a d four. Yeah, it doesn't help. <laughs> this isn't a closet anymore, gentlemen. All right, so you want me to roll a d twenty after that? I, I want you to roll a d twenty. Yeah, I got it. Death 10. saving throw rules. Okay. Uh, Baby well, Juice finds a rock and flies away. Okay. Headed towards the uh, Glabrazoo. Alright. Cool. Next in the order is the Glabrazoo. You're gonna do some fuck. Uh-oh. Can he cross that? 60 feet. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping he can't. <laughs> Speed's 40. Okay, so he can't cross that. Gets to there. Okay, gentlemen, uh, we just he... keep backing up. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a farther range than us, though. Not than Brian. That doesn't help the rest of us. The rest of us can <laughs> keep melting him while we wait for him to get to us. I could uh, entangle him if we're, if we're that scared of him. I don't know how scared we need to be. We'll find out here. Well, player knowledge says we should be scared. The Glabrazoo raises his arm, points in Harold's general direction. Uh, Steve, you understand him. He says, stay. Uh, and Harold, you are frozen in place. Uh-oh. At the end of your turn, uh, you will roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, DC will be uh, 16. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, guys. <laughs> uh, to try and escape from from the power word stun. Okay. Harold, Harold, don't listen to him. Don't stay. 
Don't stay. <laughs> Don't stay. Uh, you've been you've been left a dumbfounded. <laughs> uh, he can't quite reach any of you still, so that's gonna. Did be you add your D four for me? <laughs> he hasn't rolled yet. Uh, it is Harold's turn now, though. I'm stunned. Uh, though. As I we mean, come so. back to the top of the order, so end of your turn. Oh, that's true. It was would... power words, son. You just yeah. Right. You just get stunned. Him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like uh, power word did not make. <laughs> did not make the DC 16. You nope. do have a D4 and a plus five. Oh, oh. if it's a saving throw, then, well, then yeah, you get plus five. It is a saving throw. Is yeah. it okay? Because my I have a, I rolled an eight. I got plus two, plus five. Plus three, five. Okay, you made it. Hey, I just made it. You can't use the plus D4 for anything else this turn, though. That's fine. It's the end of his turn. Okay. Whoa. I did not like that, guys. (laughs) Uh, Cool. That is Harold's full turn. Those clauses are dead. Uh, Steve, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to speak in Abyssal and say... It's off, ghost, and charge it. Yeah. All right. Okay, and then I'm just gonna try and whack him with Greta. Okay. That's a nat twenty, boys. Uh, roll your damage. Six. Six doubled to twelve, or just six? It, do I roll twice? No, you double the roll and add your modifier. Okay, then six doubled, so twelve plus your modifier. Two. 14. Plus your cold. Do I roll that? Or do I double that as well? Correct. Okay. So 14 plus 2 doubled 4. 18 plus 4 doubled. 26. Oh yeah, I get a second attack. Yeah, you do. That's an 8 plus 6. 14 to hit? No. 1d4. Oh, one plus one D four. That's a four. Wait, plus how far five. away are you? Uh fourteen plus four, and I don't know how far I am. So eighteen. What's your move speed? Uh the creature moved forty feet in your general direction. You guys still So had... I'm twenty feet away. Yeah. Okay, then you're good. It's within thirty feet. Okay, eighteen to hit. That does hit. Okay. D ten. So three. Plus two, five, plus six, eleven, plus four, fifteen total damage. I gotta roll a lot of shit for Greta. Correct. Uh, yes. So, uh, Steve has charged in the general direction of the creature, gave it a good, good couple slashings, uh, done some damage to it. Next in the order is Sarge. I will, let's see, useful spells against this thing. Um, oh shit. Can I still cast spells as the raccoons? Yes. They're all in my other character thing. Um, I can't use that though, so that doesn't matter. Nah. Okay. Okay. Uh, He's slowly going to decide. Well, I was just looking at, I was thinking about casting a spell, but they're all first level spells. They're not going to do shit. Fair and enough. I'll save them because this is only the first encounter, so I only have Hang three on. spell slots. Let me check something. Uh, uh, I'll just run up and bonk him. Cool. Don't turn. Give me some punches. This thing would be classified as a fiend, would it not? Correct. It's going to deal more damage because I'm near it. 
What's going to deal more damage? The Fiend is? You're going to deal more damage. Uh, it is. I also am supposed to deal more damage, but... Uh, it has resistance to all the things that you just did to it, so it only took half damage anyway. Holy Ooh. shit. Ooh. Cold, fire, lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Non-magical attacks, so... Uh-oh. Your sword is the only thing that actually did full damage. The cold damage is, uh... Not. I don't want to break out my spells because we're not going to get many rests. 16, 15, 12 without any modifiers. Uh, 16, 15, 12 without any modifiers. What are they uh, with modifiers? I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, it would be plus 3 to everything because Blessing of the Master. 16, 15 hit. 12 would be a 15. I can still add... 1d4 to that. Well, if the first 15 Four. hit, and then you add 3, then it's going to hit. No, the 15 plus 3 hits. Oh. 18 and 19. Uh, that hits as well, so all 3 hit. Okay, so all 3 hit with the first attack. 6, 1, 4. So 11. Yep. And then second attack. Second attack? What's this thing called again? You using key points? Glabrazoo? Labrazoo. Uh Actually, do I want to? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to use. I only get three key points. I'm not going to use any of them on this one. Actually, I'll, I'll use one. I'll use one of my key you points from on one of them. Rest, don't you? Yeah, fuck it. We'll all use one key point, and we're well individually with each strike. I'll use a key point, and if it happens, I'm going to use stunning strike. Okay. And then where's that at? A con save? Yeah, succeed a con saving throw. Uh, that's a net 20 for one. A 16, 16 for another. And a 19 for the other. This should all pass. Should. <laughs> 16. Yeah, so tie goes to the runner. Uh, he is not stunned. Alright. Close, though. Cool. That is Surge's turn. Next in the order is Chevron and Baby Juice. Alright. Well, I'm gonna basically just try and run up to it and schwack it with the Phoenix. So. Here you are. You out there. Holy shit. 19 plus 12. So. That hits, yeah. maybe. I'm gonna say that hits considering that gets in the low 30s. Correct. I got an 8 go. on the D8, oh. so that's a 16. Nice. That is a magic weapon. You want to hit it again? Yep, I'm going to try to at least. Alright. Alright. Does 15 do it? No, not quite. Okay. Does baby? Do I have to roll for baby juice's rock dropping? Yes. Alright. Which one do you want me to roll for that still? That's still D20. Duh. He hits. Well, actually, hang on. What's, what's baby juice's addition? 17 hits? 17 does. Okay, then baby juice hits. What? Uh, roll a d6. Six, sorry. Four. Cool. And during this, can I just say, baby juice, continue what you're doing. It's working. You'll bring him down single handedly. <laughs> baby juice is going to get the killing blow out here. <laughs> baby juice just gets all the pebbles on. <laughs> He gets all the XP. We look to the right, and bam, there's a shredded seagull with just a 12-pack. <laughs> a 12-pack. Uh, roll another d20 to see if he finds a new rock. 
<laughs> just fully built. Roll another d20 to see if he finds another rock. All right. Do I... An enemy? Yeah. Do I add a bonus here? Uh, no, this is just a straight up roll. All right, then that's a 13. Uh, he does find another rock. Uh, check mark his baby juice. He's back to you now. All right. Uh, cool. That is all of you. Next in the order is going to be the Glabber Zoo. Uh-oh. Please be gentle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who's up on him right now? We got... Who is up on him right now? I know it's me, and I think it's Brayden. And me. I think you're right. And you? I'm yeah, on I'm him, him, yeah. Alright, so Harold and Baby Juice are back there. We got you three up here. He's going to take some swings. Uh, he is going to... Uh, he can take four attacks per turn. Uh, so Ooh. two. Yeah. We'll go. Holy uh, fuck. The four arms, the claws. And they're not small attacks. We'll go <laughs> one at Chevron, one at Braden, one at Brian, two at Brian. Oh, no. Uh, bad numbers, but plus nine to hit gives me. Uh, lowest number I rolled is going to be an 18. Does that... That would uh, miss everything me. Would hit me. That would miss me. Does that hit Brian? Everything hits me. Mm, I rolled a 5. Uh, 14 is going to be the lowest number. That does not hit me. Okay, so one hit for Brian, one miss for Brian. I rolled a 14 plus 9, a 23 to hit Brayden. Yeah, absolutely. And a 12 plus 9, 21 to hit Shalvron. Yes. Okay, so let's see here. Brian, you are going to take seven, nine points of damage, uh, bludgeoning damage, as you get punched in the face, and then uh, 13 points of damage to Chevron, and uh, 10 points of damage to Steve. Okay. Uh, And that is all of his attacks and all of his things. We go back to the top of the order with Harold. Harold. I did not like that. This guy is fucking freaking out. <laughs> um, not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a, a fan. fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just fucking keep my distance and let loose arrows as much as I can. Do I take a minus because he's surrounded by my allies? Uh, like to the hit or anything like that? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Just don't if get a roll one. really bad. If I roll really bad, roll really bad I stick one of you guys. I shoot one of your friends. Uh-oh. But... Uh, well, if I fell you, it'll give me double damage on the next one, so it wouldn't be in vain, guys. Um, yeah, Rose Light, she's fucking slinging. Hey, uh, 2021. 20, slinging that rose. Uh, go ahead and roll your second attack. Roll second, roll. slanging that wood uh, even more. <laughs> 20. That definitely hits. Six. Um, uh, do you want to cast any spells on it or anything? You just straight up shoot. Yeah, I, I guess I could do a Hunter's Mark because that's a bonus a action, mark? right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm putting uh, all of your all of your uh, bow actually, stuff. Not all. Not, yeah, like uh, most of them are. Uh, okay. But Hunter's Mark is definitely a bonus action. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, fucking, I narrow my eyes at the guy and or the thing and cast Hunter's Mark on it, looking for chinks in the armor and and uh, yeah. Are you casting that at first level? Yeah, just first level. Okay. Because I don't, I don't have. Oh, I do have. You have third. I level. do have third level. No, no, just uh, first level. Okay. Yeah. So rolling damage. Let's see, two d ten, five, four, 
plus five, plus nine is 19, and then 19 and 20 and 23, 23 points of damage. Cool. Hey ho, I say, we're going shell fishing. Shell fishing. Uh, you lose two arrows in its general direction, both stick in pretty deeply uh, as your friends bob and weave around it. Next in the order is going to be Steve. Okay. I think I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. That would be my turn. Okay. Next after Steve is going to be Sarge. Technically, I would be at the top of the order. No, you moved yourself. That was only for that turn. You can delay your turn at any time, any round. Did you delay your turn or did you hold your turn? That's what did I you hold an action? No, I said so I delayed my turn. It. He delayed yeah. his turn. He wouldn't be at the top anymore. Yeah, when you delay your turn, you, you move, move your yourself turn. in oh, the really? order. Yeah, in initiative. I thought you could do that anywhere. If you hold an action, you would do that anywhere. But if you delay your turn, you move down in the initiative. Yeah, fair enough. Not that it matters. No, not really. <laughs> uh, let's bonk him again. Three punches coming at him. That's... 9, 10, 11, 12. That's my 13, 14, 15. No. 16, 17, 18. That does it. All right. Uh, <laughs> We're just adding numbers. Nat seven We're just counting up. 20. I'm, I'm adding is. all of my modifiers together. Like, oh, blessing of the family. Blessing of the family. We have the blessing of the family. Oh, the blessing of the family. Right. I guess I hit that anyway, plus yeah. my fucking yeah. my blessing on everyone the empowered yeah, bond before yeah uh so the next one was a nat 17 so that'd be a dirty 20 yeah, without any rolling yeah. that'll hit 14 15 16 17 <laughs> AC 17 we found out AC 17 <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you add like eight at least plus a d4. six three five. And then I'll try and stunning strike it again with all three okay. until one hits. Uh, that's a nat 20 and two twos. He's going to be stunned. All right, so the first one has used two, both missed. The second one used one and it hit. So then the third one used one and it won't use its stunning strike because it's already stunned. Yes. All right, cool. So he is now stunned. Is constitution save on his turn to get out of it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. Well, that's a question. <laughs> oh, was, well, no, because you already real, rolled your... I don't think thing. it's just stunned permanently. Stunned until the end of neck, Brian's next turn, I think. It's either that or the end of its turn. You can interfere with the flow of key. When you hit another creature with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point to attempt a stunning strike. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of your next turn. Yep, so he's stunned he until my next stuck turn. stuck until the end of your next turn. So he's incapacitated. He can't take actions or reactions, can't move, can't speak, or he can speak falteringly, automatically fails strength and deck saving throws, and all attack rolls have advantage on him. Nice. Hmm. That is the end of Sarge's turn. Next, we move to Chevron and Baby Juice. All right, well... First, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Baby Juice go first this time. Sorry, Baby Juice got a nat fucking twenty, so Baby Juice oh, is dropping nice. rocks right in his eye. D six again. Yep. Right. He's on a fucking roll. That is a six. <laughs> nice. So twelve damage. All right, and now. Okay. 
I take a swing. And 18, so I hit. Yep. You can roll again with advantage to see if you crit if you want. I actually 100% did. Holy shit. Nice. <laughs> um, they've been, my dice have been screwing me all game, so yeah, let's go. Alright, and then a D8, and I just rolled again because I got a crit, right? Just roll it once and double okay. the number. Alright, then 14. Cool. Wow. Right, Those are second attack. Hang on, that rolled right off my desk. Ooh, exactly 17. Alright, 1d8. Oh, wait. Roll again, just for a chance. Yeah, no, I didn't get it again. Alright. I get 6 damage, so 12 in total. Cool. How's this thing looking, Ryan? It's looking fucked up. Alright. He's not, look like, not looking like he's having a good time. Nice, nice. It's always good. Always good to hear. Uh, we're going to go back to the top of the order with Harold. Oh, back to me again. Uh, yeah, the Glabra Zoo can't do anything. <laughs> oh, right. He is stuck. Right. Uh, well, fucking... Yep, keep, him, uh, keep on shooting those arrows. Yep. Loosen Roll them. Roll 4d20. 4d20, okay. Uh, Take the two highest. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Oh, advantage. Got it. Uh, plenty on the first one. And then... Plenty. Plenty on the first one. This will be the next attack. Uh, plenty again. <laughs> On the next one. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll your damage. Yeah. There's more. Ooh, 8, 2, 10, 20, 24, and 29. 29 points of damage. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he just starts caressing Rose Light and holding <laughs> nice. it up to his, his ear as he plucks the string just very lightly. Ah, oh, yes. E sharp. Uh, this Glabrazoo is not doing great at all. He is, I would say, on death's door at this point. Yes. Uh, there's blood coming from his eyes and all of the arrows sticking out of his chest. Uh, he's got blood dripping out of the corners of his mouth. He is looking right fucked up. Uh, it is going to go back to Steve's turn. I guess I'll stab him twice then. Uh, With advantage. Another nat 20. Okay. And I shit you not, a nat 20. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's dead. Finish it. <laughs> I mean, he's gone. He only has he's five dead. left. <laughs> we don't need to spend all the time rolling those dice to figure it out. Yeah, that'd be a lot of damage. <laughs> I stab Greta through him and whisper in his ear in abyssal, he's off, ghost. He's off, ghost. <laughs> Last thing he thinks, I'm not a ghost. <laughs> I, am, I am now. <laughs> uh, the Glabrazoo falls. I hope he haunts uh, you forever. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He'll come back up later. <laughs> uh, the Glabrazoo falls, leaving the four of you uh, alone in this room with just each other. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, everybody go ahead and roll me a perception check. I got a nat 20 again. I, I got a nat 20 again. Case. Oh my goodness. That's three in a row. That's like I'm aware. five in a row. Why do our dice have to go off at the end of the session when we didn't? Right. Because I've been getting eights and fives this whole time. As the three of you, as the fuck, there's four of you. There's always a changing number of people That's in this right. game, and it's hard to keep If you count, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Technically, you yeah. got six, right? Plus the baby plus Jesus. Baby seven, plus Dromo, eight. Dromo, yeah. Four of you have fully slayed this Glabra Zoo. Uh, you take a second to kind of gather your thoughts, and 
all of you kind of catch a whiff of something on the air. God damn it, Chalvron! <laughs> you don't quite recognize it as Chalvron's brain. <laughs> um, if you are your height is below my ass cheeks, anything that drifts to your height level is not my concern. <laughs> it's about supposed to go up, goes it's through, air. It goes into their mouth. <laughs> Uh, as you all kind of survey the room that you guys are still standing in, you notice where the firebolt hit the wall, uh, a large crack had formed, and out of it, uh, especially with the two nat 20s, you notice this kind of weird, like, almost like a clear gas seeping from the, uh, the wall crack. Mm. Uh, so it was. And the last <laughs> thing you all think of before you're knocked fully unconscious is, you know, I haven't seen Connie since we left. Yeah, where is Connie? With the party fully unconscious in this room, that is where we'll end our session. Cheers. <laughs> it's a great value water. Oh yeah. Plug Walmart. They need it. <laughs> no free ads. Got it. No free ads. It'll be gone. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. It'll just be hell yeah. And water. <laughs> water. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut out the great value part. That's great. I will, I prefer that. I'm still glad I did it. <laughs> or just do a bad voiceover of yeah. Kirkland. Kirkland Kirk. brand water. <laughs> Kirkland. Kirkland brand. Oh boy, some sustainable water. <laughs> there we go. I'll cut uh, the sustainable yeah, so nice, there and put it in. Okay. Nice <laughs> glass of water from Lake Mead. <laughs> Time to draw some pictures. For those of you who are Ryan is currently creating the most well perceived photo of this mine that has ever been existed. Yeah. Is creating it with nothing finer than the best stock images and best things that he's using lines. That's right. This is the first cartographic representation. <laughs> this will go down in history. We're charting our expedition in the mines. Step one throw raccoon. Step <laughs> one. <laughs> look at that. Cross hatches for the fucking for the panels. All right. Oh. Somebody somebody wrote forty feet on the bottom of the, the cavern. Classic dwarves. Classic dwarves. They would so nice that. of them. Yeah. Always be measuring. I'm surprised it doesn't just on. say like twenty three dwarves. Long. Yeah, right. Seventy six point five. There's a couple of uneven dwarves <laughs> in there. Then Not that small. <laughs> this implies dwarves are like six inches tall. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking lemmings. 
<laughs> no, it's yes, it's, it's a lowercase d, so that's actually a unit of measurement. <laughs> Those are dwarves, not that's dwarves. a dwarves. <laughs> dwarves are the equivalent to uh, <laughs> actually, it would be like a dwarven foot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dwarves are the centimeters to inches of the fantasy world. Hey, here's an idea. <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> you try it right with a mouse. According to Ryan's math, it would each dwarf would be about six and a quarter inch. Six and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. It. They're very small. In boots. <laughs> we just have an hour and a half ASMR episode where it's just the spice world. Oh, you hear? Line. You just hear like. <laughs> <laughs> Real good. Out of place fucking clips. <laughs> or cool. just uh, a bunch of appraised checks. <laughs> also acknowledging that Ryan has bloopers at the end of these, then by the time the series is all over, there's gonna be at least an hour and a half of Nathan stuttering noises in there. <laughs> You'd be surprised what I cut out. I'll give twenty dollars to any listener that turns all of Nathan's stutters into a song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stop cutting them out now. <laughs> Hell yeah! I applaud you for the grunting noises that will sound like. <laughs> Is he meaning to be muted? Or not? I don't know he's if he's talking to us. Like or... No, he's practicing his Russian accent. <laughs> he's practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. He does the little, you do the hand motions with it too. <laughs> oh, <Beautiful. boy. laughs> I just want you guys to know that literally, like what I was doing, what I was saying, I was literally going, Russia, Russia, Babushka. Yeah. <laughs> Leave that in. We need that for the blooper. Yeah, we need that in the blooper roll. <laughs> just Nate, five minutes of Nate just doing Russian Just thing. getting into she sells seashells by that seashore. The Why am I Jamaican that now? That, 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 fuck, man, I can't, I can't do it. She is not authorized to sell seashell spices. Because she is not. A, she had no permit. <laughs> in Russia, the seashells sell you. <laughs> you can boil seashell to make fine stock to, to feed starving children. <laughs> we take it. Wait We're until you're right next to it and then Misty step 30 feet in the air and just butt fuck it. Piled, okay, right. Brayden. Yeah. Misty step into its well, butt and it explodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you when you return in a space that another creature occupies, you take 1d10 force damage. Multiplied by your weight would be 300d10 force damage. Jeez. Jeez. Nice. I'm kidding, that's not really how it works. Oh. You take that damage, not the creature. Oh. I, I know, but it's still Jesus either way. And it's not Misty Step, it's Blink. My mic pick up that thunder? Yeah, it did. I yeah. heard that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. That's pretty cool. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that's like that was that was yeah. like right yeah, that's a fun thing for the room. fans yeah. to know. Uh, we are real people, and we live in yeah. weather. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's really fucking raining. At yeah, I'm, house. I'm, nice. I'm looking up the weather now. God damn. Oh yeah, yeah I knew no. it was fucking pouring at home, but I didn't know it was that. Fun bad. fact: based guys, on the loudness of that fucking thunder, you could just look right. out a window and figure it out. Yeah, no shit. It's it actually, I grab my kids my and say, "There's my a ninety percent chance it's already raining." My window <laughs> faces. My window faces the woods. So if I open that window, I'm going to see ah. 
it's black outside. She. <laughs> <laughs> That was so loud. I know, it, it's going to steal your everyone things. else. Wow. Except that thunder. Slight chance. Slight chance. 100, 100% chance if you can't see that there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll help keep the Wendigos away. You're right. Can we have it that all of us think of the Warriors Con except Brian is raccoons are still just thinking fucking Chalvron. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm he smells like buttholes. I'm close. But came from the, the ground, crack. so I smell it first, and all I think is you farted, and I'm gone. <laughs> and the rest of you are just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and everyone's like, oh fuck, Chalvron farted. And then we all where is Connie? Connie? We wake Connie. up. Where is you Connie? fart again? I swear to God. <laughs> 